Blog Talk Radio. Just a good old boy. Obama's gonna put you in jail. Never meaning no harm. You guys are all gonna go to jail. It's all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. I'm coming day and night. But we tortured some folks. Hitler had plans. See through all of your lies, Barack Obama, you wicked, wicked devil! Don't bitch kick him! The ball to see. Holy shit, man. That's the other bill, that's terrorist! Other building? That's terrorist, bro! That's fucking terrorists! Hello, my little trolls, my little sock puppets. We are tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the terror mask, put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate. On live with Hate Radio, and I'm Hate Sec. You're listening to Chronicle.su. Chronicle.su is brought to you proudly by the Lebel Droker Incorporated, a mega mega corporation with its money in the banks overseas, who brought you such wonderful products as the Panoptosphere, Terror Max, and the Mind Over Matter Hate Coil, a device that plugs directly into your brainstem and tweets your thoughts. Joining us live. For the full hour is esteemed Chronicle.su journalist Kilgore Trout of the Internet Chronicle. And he has some very important hatred for us. Kilgore, when will you ever kick that devious PCP habit of yours? Uh, just as soon as my next uh, crowdfunding campaign comes through, I swear. Because we need the PCP in your bloodstream just to keep you calm anymore. That's where it's, what it's come to. Yeah, I got, got these... Uh, Hallucinations all day long. Well, tonight we got a special guest, you know. Ann Sturzinger. Ann K. Sturzinger of Trigger Warning, formerly of Trigger Warning, and uh, she'll be joining us tonight from Chicago. She's on the horn with us now live. Ann, are you triggered? Hello. Yes, I'm I'm very triggered. I'm shaking all over. Uh, so that phone number that you told me was going to call in has been calling in the whole time, and he just hangs up and keeps calling. So there's this person that's going to come on after you that also has something to do with this trigger warning thing, and we'll get into that in a second. What should I do with this guy that's calling? Well, I'll just, just keep him on hold, I guess. Um, I'll just, but let's, let's get to him so, so we can and get And how's it going? Yeah. Ah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I have, I have, I've washed my hands of Rachel Haywire and will never have to speak to her again. 
Now, what happened with the Rachel Haywire thing? She was uh, she was triggering people left and right. Did she get to you? Uh, yeah, she was. Um, well, I, I have a weakness for uh, characters. Is there a cult of personality about this person? Uh, well, it, 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 it lasts a little while. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I was enamored of her. It's just. I'm, I'm used to my characters being a little bit more amusing and harmless. Well, how'd you get mixed up with her? She's she's kind of um, a little more harmful on the on the scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In what ways is she harmful? What is she doing? Well, she she likes to rip people off. I'm not I'm not the only person she's ripped off in this project. But she also she also likes to. Um, she seems to enjoy manipulating people to see how much free labor she can get out of them. Um, but uh, so, the, so you did you you were the editor, right? And you did other other work too. You did writing and editing and. Uh, yeah, I did writing. I did editing. I um. I I, I did you know I did I did the technical work. I I figured out how to post articles because. She she couldn't figure out how to use her own website. And meanwhile, she was um, promoting the site. That was how you split the uh, split the labor, right? Right. Yeah. She was she was you know whining and dining people to try to get uh, contributions to the to the Indiegogo fund, and I was you know putting together the actual product. And I guess she she kind of uh, wanted to maybe take a pass at you and but she described but also she she thought about um uh your relationship it's something like the very first alt-right lesbian power couple yeah uh, okay uh, where, where did that come, where did where do you think that came from in her mind you guys were on a road trip right having yeah, a good time a, right she said this in the car I, she was she was just kind of thinking out loud. Um, I don't think she had any romantic feelings towards me. It's it's just one of those like oh wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be status building? Yeah, like Billy and I have talked about marrying each other for the status. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being a queer uh, one of these queer folk. That's what they like to be called, right? That's there. It's a big status. Maybe right? the like, new alt left power bottom. <laughs> yeah. Why did she? What, so she, this just she just blurted this out while you guys were driving down in the car, like just playing with ideas, or there was also something to it. Uh, I I don't think there was really anything to it. Um, Still, it's really catchy though. Yeah, it, it, it is really catchy. It's, it's 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 an amusing story. But Rachel is full of amusing stories. Um, what's, what's the most amusing story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to choose. I mean, that that one is definitely the catchiest. The one and, with the the car ride, I, I like that one a lot. Um, the the where where you were staying with the OK Cupid hookup she had set up or something that that was her plan. She drove to a different city like four or five hours. Yeah. And well, were, well, actually, it should have been a four or five hour drive. What what happened was she wanted to make a promotional video for for Trigger Warning, and she came to Chicago to try to shoot it with me. But she decided my apartment looked too poor. Oh. 
so she 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 said that you you need to look like you have money to get money. So she decided that we should go to this Airbnb in in Detroit. Well, actually, it was in Ann Arbor that she thought might look better than my apartment. Um, she she also sort of concern trolled the fact that I needed to get away from my um, nasty ex boyfriend. We were he and I were still living together. Which but, you did, right? You you of course you um, need to get away from him and closer to her, right? Oh, exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's not an abusive, nasty cunt at all. Um, you know, typical typical narcissist tricks. Um, but but she was very disappointed when it turned out that I didn't know how to drive because her one of her real underlying. Uh, reasons for having me come along with her was to have someone else drive so that she could just take Xanax the whole way there. She seems seems like the kind of person has lots of of, uh, available drugs. Underhanded uh, drugs and underhanded like uh, omissions, right? She won't tell you about certain things that'll just pop up and get you. Yeah, well see, I had no idea that the guy who was picking us up on the other end was somebody she'd met on OC Cupid. So it wasn't Airbnb. It was really okay, Cupid. After all, right? well, well, the the guy who was giving us a ride to our Airbnb, she had found in our OK Cupid. So he was like your Uber for the night. Though. Yeah, he was our free Uber. He, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. He, he waited for us in the rain for like five or six hours while she fell asleep. Like she had to nap. This you guy know? is just trying to get an honest date out of a lady, and she's yeah. using him to drive all over town. Yeah. And, and 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 she made me tell him that I was okay. Th- th- this was some great slapstick. We finally get there. She's she had a screaming fit when she thought that he might leave. Like this this is this is so embarrassing. I'm such an idiot. Like exposing her has been one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done because I have to I have to come out about you know <laughs> my my own you know stupid going along with this shit. You have to own up just to, for hanging out with her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, obviously, it seems like you had you thought trigger warnings could go somewhere, and that you might get some money out of this successful campaign that was that was uh, rolling out, right? You know, at, at this point, I'm not sure if we had even discussed the Indiegogo campaign, but I thought I thought we might complement each other as editors because she really knows how to get attention, and I know how to do things. Well, that's for sure. So. <laughs> So I thought, well, I'm really terrible at getting attention, and she's really terrible at doing anything useful. So we can help each other out here. Mm. But uh, she, she's one of those really short-sighted, stupid, nar- stupid malignant narcissists who would rather, you know, nickel and dime people and be abusive and, you know, get their short-term kicks rather than exploit the resources that they could use long-term. Now, you know, she in her book, Acidexia, she wrote this line, my domain is famous now, narcissistic.org, a website with severe emotional problems. Do you think that trigger warning is that, is that website she was like kind of fictionally dreaming of? It might be. <laughs> might be. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I should have, I should really research for more. Um, when, when the whole internet exploded, I I was finally going to college and learning ancient Greek. I had my nose in an analog book during the whole like idiots launch themselves in the internet period. So I have a lot of catching up to do as far as researching people before I dive in. I just I've I've always had a weakness for characters. I like to see what they're going to do. 
but she's the most virulently malignant character I've, I've ever run into. Um, yeah, she was she was screaming about what an asshole this guy was when she thought but she, she had was just gonna... met she just met him, right? Yeah, yeah. I had I had been under the impression that he was an old friend, but she had just met him over OK Cupid, and he he sat there in the pouring rain in his car for like five or six hours while while we had two meals between Chicago and and Detroit. She took a nap by the side of the road. Just uh, on the road, just laying there. She, she she pulled into a into a hotel into a hotel parking lot and just conked out for like three hours. So she have a you think she put all the trigger warning money into like maybe into Xanax uh, or something? I, maybe I have I have no idea. I'm um, the other the other person who's still waiting to be paid doesn't want me to say who he is because he's still trying to get paid. But I'm not the only person she ripped off in this project. Well, if it's a um, dude, she already knows who it is. She knows some guy that she owes money to. So she's writing, like, bad checks all over town, or is she not paying people? How does she rope somebody into working for free? Like, we saw her do with that, that guy that was trying to give her a ride everywhere. Just, yeah. She had him working for free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she's very charming. But who else is she trying to make not do any work? Or, like, do too much work without pay, I mean. Well, she's, you know, the, if, if you go on the site, the two other staffers besides me, um, she hasn't paid, apparently has no intention to pay. And they they read my, my piece that I posted on Matt Forney's site. Um, well, I originally posted it on trigger warning, but they, they got that down disappointingly fast. But when they read that, they first came to me and were like, oh, my God, like maybe Rachel is a little bit dangerous. But a day later they kind of took it back and I could sort of tell that Rachel had worked her magic on them again. Cause they were like, well, I'm sorry we jumped to conclusions. Rachel's really great and she's going to take care of us. And she really cared about you. <laughs> you know, I've heard that she is a kind of um, terrifying to small animals and children. <laughs> And that occasionally she'll be in a room with some child who will immediately like associate her, think she's a monster or a dog, a dog or a cat will like run from her and hide anytime she's around. And you, did you ever notice anything like that? Or do you think that's just like uh, no, part, come part to, of her charm? Come to think of it, when, 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 when she stayed at, at my apartment for a couple of days, I didn't see my cats at all. Ooh. She's kind of she's a puppy kind of kicker. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. She, like one of one of one of her, one of her her really funny but sick stories. The first time she wanted to meet me, I was really sick. I was like bleeding out of my rectum. I had something wrong with my intestines. Yeah, I mean, I was I was really 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 sick. But she insisted on coming to see me anyway. Um, but she got an Airbnb that was some thirty miles away from where I was staying. And she demanded that I find somebody to give her a ride to where I was staying. That's a real knee knocker of a situation. Yeah. Hey, I've well, got some feedback, or I'm getting some kind of uh, echo here. Oh, sorry. Is, is that anybody? Carla, could you please turn your radio down? <laughs> uh, that's a that's a barn burner of a fucking tail you're weaving here because what you're really doing is uh you're you're burning down the haywire estate here. 
Well, somebody's got to do it. And you, so you're taking responsibility for her demise. I, I would, I would like to be that person because there are, I, 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 there seem to be a lot of people that she's ripped off and burned, and it seems like everyone is terrified to really come out and say anything. So what's um, going to happen now is she's going to she's going to hear this episode. She's going to read the story, or the stories that come out of this, and she's going to she's going to come back to this, and she's going to hate you, and she's going to blame you for all this, and and she'll, she's going to be triggered. And I got to tell you, and uh, so this is what you might consider your trigger warning. <laughs> Narcissist trigger warning, right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the name of the site is pretty ironic because she is possibly the most easily triggered person I've ever met. Oh, yeah. Tell us about some of the times she got triggered easily. Well, oh. when, when, when she was, you know, she, 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 she had her Airbnb in Lombard, and I was in Oak Park, and she demanded that I get somebody to give her a ride. And if you know anything about Chicago, everybody takes public transit. Only really rich or really stupid people have a car. So I couldn't find anybody who could give her a ride. And I was, I, there, there was a way to get there on public transit that she could have taken, but she was too lazy or confused to do that. And I couldn't go, and I couldn't go out to see her myself because I was bleeding out of my asshole. So she... The second time she's talked about the bloody <laughs> asshole. Go on. So she got it in her head that, okay... There's a little bit of backstory to this. She was convinced that, do you know who Nicholas Pell is? No. He was a writer for Talkie Magazine. Um, you know, he, he's been around a while. Oh, yeah, of course. Talkie. Yeah. And Rachel was convinced that he was stalking her. And even though he lives some 2,000 miles away from me, she, because I couldn't get somebody to give her a ride and I couldn't come out there to see her, she decided that Nick had somehow made me sick in order to fuck with her. That's some really, you know, I was, I couldn't imagine that kind of paranoid uh, creativity coming out of her. That's, that's really a leap, an amazing leap of creativity that I would never expect. Out that's of like something like King. That's what happens to King, you know? <laughs> Yeah, after like decades of inbreeding, right? <laughs> and then somebody doesn't like his inbred ass policy and poisons his cake. <laughs> oh, poison her cake. Well, so, she she's made fun of you for being crazy, right? Oh yeah, that, 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 that's her whole defense. My entire attack has been that Anne is crazy and needs help, which. I have never, ever denied being crazy in my life. It's part of my shtick. I mean, it's I'm a part, It's the biggest part of her shtick, too. It's her thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a novelist. I might as well have just a neck tattoo that says crazy, you know? What uh, but, books do you have out? Uh, uh, let's see. Um, with nine-banded books, I have out Nusquam, uh, which is Latin for nowhere. It's about, it's about a... a a family imploding and it, it's a, it's, it's an excellent argument for uh, not having children. I, They're not literally imploding, are they? Um, physically, no, emotionally, figuratively. Yes. Like, care, space time, you know? 
Yeah. People are imploding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Poor choice of words. Um, a family. Uh, it's no, I can I can dig an implosion like they're uh, the family's caving. They're just in. too close to each other, you know, and they just cave into each other, right? Something it's like incest that. Incest before it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's a sort of body envelope violation of that type. Um, I, I got I, an email. You might want to check that. Me? Wait, was that me? No, you got an email okay. there, and oh yeah. Check her out. Let's see what she says. Is this a, from the Haywire camp? Uh, let's see. Let's Check out this um Six million like ways to die. Shows one. Doggy style. Was that nineteen ninety two? Oh god, that was a long time ago. Nineteen ninety two, I remember I think putting my tiny little hand into a piece of plaster and writing nineteen ninety two on it. <laughs> see some people see the writing on the wall. Kilgore is I think I remember a newspaper with the big words war all over it, like 'cause we were going to uh Maybe that was ninety one. Yeah, that was ninety one. Golf, golf, golf number one was ninety one. But uh, when 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 Rachel was having her paranoid fit about Nick, I was actually in my ex common in law's house, and she started screaming into the phone about how Nick was stalking her. She was screaming into my cell phone. I was downstairs. Somebody upstairs could hear her screaming. What was she screaming about? just how Nick was ruining her life and stalking her. And the thing is, nobody I know has ever heard Nick say more than two words about her. I don't know where the hell she gets this from. He's quietly ruining her life. Yeah, yeah. He, he, well, he hexed me to ruin her life. I mean, no. these. I, I, I'm always surprised to hear about these um really politically incorrect types getting really triggered, you know. It's like they go off so much easier than everybody else. You know, I don't know what's what's up with that. Part of their stick because they're only used to staying mad, so it's they have to always be mad about something. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's like it, it, so that's why why she's always been such an easy character to write and make fun of is because she is so two dimensional. She fits right there on the page. She's in constant uh what do you call it? Disaster mode. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a corporation that already poisoned some people back in the 80s. <laughs> just trying to cover it up, yeah. Forever. They just put on that one character. That one face. <laughs> that we didn't do it. Fucking facade. Yeah. Yeah. Then they become a like a hollow shell of their former selves, like the Ethel Corporation in Richmond. They poisoned some people, and then they were nothing more than just a name in a building. Triggerwarning.com, is that what it is? Uh, I think it's still .us. Because they're very patriotic, right? <laughs> it's right. This is alt-right. The kids aren't alt-right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dumb. 
So that's uh, there's some dead air. And so around. I'm looking over my notes. Yeah, me too. Um, she she said uh, the other day. I think she was subtweeting you, perhaps, and she said, "Biggest thing I've learned on social media is keep my private issues private. <laughs> Turning them public is almost always a cry for help." But you know, again, I've read her. I've read her book Acidexia, and it, and there's a chapter called "How to Build an Online Cult of Personality." Acidexia, and and there's a couple where it's like a little list, like a listicle you might get on one of these websites. And it's like, number one, create a blog. Number two, make everything personal and public so you can be known as a colorful train wreck. And there's and then there's some other stuff about sucking other people into the big mess with, you know, polarizing stuff and comment trains or whatever. <clears throat> but... Rachel Haywire says you should stay out of things you know nothing about, Kilgore. That's what do you think she's uh, – that's a cry, a cry for help or something? She knows your board, though. That's yeah, she sure. Knows. She knows sure. your board. How bored, <laughs> how bored are you with her story? <laughs> this is a great story. I'm not bored at all, man. Oh, uh, well, it's – Bring that other guy on. I think this is the high water mark. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's call him back. Yeah. What is yeah. that dude's name? Jamie. Yeah. Here, comes, here comes Jamie. And is he going to respond favorably to your criticisms? Um, he's probably going to talk about clinical narcissism. Is he? A, we're going to call clinical. Well, we talk well, about Rachel Jamie, Wire. Yeah. yeah. Jamie is the guy who put the idea in my head of preying on predators. I pray for predators. So, Jamie, you're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, you're going to. I understand you're a, a psychology expert, and you're going to apply your expert analysis to Rachel Haywire right now. I'm not a psychology expert, and I've never met Rachel Haywire, but I can I can certainly speak to uh, Anne's analysis of the matter, if that's of interest to you. Yeah, what happened? Well, to hear Anne tell the story, it seems that she fell afoul of of an extremely uh, typical um, narcissistic personality. That Anne's personality now, is narcissistic. No, he means Rachel's. Oh, okay. I thought this guy was going to come in and attack Anne <laughs> so hard. No. <laughs> no, that's that was that was not the deal. In fact. Um, it was just the no. way you started your sentence. Okay, like it was I, about to be some real shit, but yeah, about Haywire. Yeah, she's a nice. <laughs> I've n- I've never met Rachel Haywire. I've never met Rachel Haywire. You met um, her online, maybe? You chatted with I, her? No, I've 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 exchanged a few emails with her, but that's that's about it. I mean, it, it's. Did she charm you with the emails on she chat? I I I I think that uh, I I think that that my personal experience with Rachel is probably less interesting than uh, you know Anne's analysis of the issue, which would suggest that you know there, there there was abnormal psychology at play, and my interest really is in the prevalence of that in society is is how often people end up resorting to zero sum games and extremely dysfunctional solutions to social problems. 
and uh, Rachel's responses to these uh, to the problem of not having a ride. And so she pulls a guy off okay Cupid because she's kind of okay looking and then uses him for a ride like totally remorselessly. Is that the sign of a narcissist? Well, let me ask you this. Have, have you ever used anybody to get something that you wanted? Probably, yeah. Probably all the time, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, what's the difference? Where, where where does it break off? Where does self-interest break off and narcissism come in? I mean, I'm, I'm not a psychologist. And stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> does, that, does that matter, her screaming fits? Because I would stop at the screaming fit right before yeah, especially that. Especially over nothing, right? Yeah, I wouldn't go no there. No big deal. So does that make me uh, not a narcissist or just less of a narcissist than Haywire? Well, you're lesser on the narcissist spectrum than that. You're not screaming yet. Would you agree with that? That I'm less of a narcissist than Rachel Haywire? Oh, sure. What about you, Jamie? <laughs> Yes, well, uh, you know as much about me as you know about Haywire. Hey, thanks for calling in, man, and <laughs> and thank thank you also for being a guest on Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Both of you have been very cool, fucking people, and Jamie it was nice chatting with you as well. Thanks, Kilgore. Thanks for your patriotism as oh, we wind down this final twenty <laughs> seconds of Hate Radio. Right. I'm Hate Sec. The triggers came without warning tonight. It was fucking crazy. We're going to trigger them on purpose.